0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and your business. Always glad to have on the program Jerry Rollins, who's now a regular recurring guest on the program. Been very excited about it. And uh, with all kinds of crazy things happening in the new years, it's been difficult to get him on, but we have him on now. And when I started talking about this, uh, we got a lot of great feedback about people being excited about this. Some familiar with Jerry, uh, The idea of people with a sports background, a professional sports background, bringing those lessons to business really resonates with people. Uh, It has a great energy to it and a lot of excitement. And so, Jerry, we're excited about having you as a regular on the show. Real quickly, um, tell us a little bit about your career professionally and your move into the the consulting business.
1: Sure, sure. So, um, my career professionally, well, I'll, I'll start with my professional sports career. So um was a highly drafted player out of the uh, Western Hockey League in Canada, the NHL and WHA, back in the mid-70s, before most of your listeners were born, and had a uh, four-year professional career after a junior career, and... Um, Transitioned into business, I would say I was, uh, unlike most former professional athletes, many of my friends remember their careers differently than I do. I remember I was a very average player who understood his role and performed it in a diligent fashion. So I think that helped me when I transitioned into business to really transition into a role in, uh, in In business that I thought would be more lucrative than my perhaps professional hockey career, so mm-hmm. transitioned into business and um, my my takeaway from sports is in business, I was an enforcer or a fighter, and um, they had short careers, uh, ended up with severe physical issues, and also were not the most highly paid of the professional. Uh, uh hockey players. Uh, the goal scorers, I noticed, were the highest paid. So when I went into business, I determined transitioning, I was not going to be in a support role. I was going to be in a goal scoring role. So throughout my career, I always made sure that I was focused on revenue and acceleration of building teams through revenue acceleration, and that's how I built a business career.
0: Yep, very interesting, and I think uh, right there you see the translation of that. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with enforcers. Frankly, they're among my favorite to watch when I watch hockey, and I watch quite a bit. And I like watching enforcers. And uh, there's a there's a certain amount of what is perceived to be, but certainly isn't, a reckless abandonment in their roles, and uh, that you cannot help but admire. Uh, as a fan, and so I always watch that, but you're right, you've got to be strategic in your thinking, and that's a very good early lesson uh, into this entire role, and so as you made the transition into consulting and uh, into the world of, of uh, business, professional business if you will, talk a little bit about the, uh, the, the bridge that you saw from where you were as a professional hockey player to becoming sure. uh, a, a professional in business.
1: Sure. So the lessons I learned were through my failure in sports. So I was surrounded in my professional sports career by amazing players, many Hall of Famers like Frank Mahovlich, Paul Henderson. I don't think Paul's in yet, but uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, you know, my own father, uh, Gordie Howe, people like that. And What I didn't learn back then is I didn't really become a student of hockey like I did of business. So I didn't study what their habits were when I was playing hockey. I um, was having too much fun as a young man with uh, a significant amount of money and freedom. I enjoyed myself tremendously. But when I sat back and looked at it and transitioned into business, it's like I need to study the people that are really good at what they do and become a student of business if I want to be successful. So I did that. I picked great role models back early in my business career, and I continued to improve upon those role models as I achieved success. So after my first company sold, I, you know, look for my next opportunity, determine how I was going to do it, and I determined one of the key factors was, you know, associating and doing business with just great people that I could learn from. So in my next enterprises, I continued to do that, build and sell companies successfully, uh, transitioning to 11 years ago, sold my last company and determined that people were asking me to advise them in their businesses, and that's how I transitioned into consulting and coaching. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and that's, you know, there's, a, there's something you keep saying that I've heard a few times in, in this uh, conversation that really resonates with me. You know, one of the things i found is that the, uh, you know, the most successful people kind of treat themselves to a certain extent, in an average sort of way, they don't get overhyped about who they are or what they bring, but they bring a lot of personal responsibility uh, to themselves and recognizing, like you did, uh, your role and uh, you know, and the uh, you know, in professional hockey, you knew your role and sticking to that and, uh, and a lot of the, you know, and really seeing the value of demystifying failure. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad's been on my show probably a dozen times, maybe more, over the years. You know, one of the things he points out, uh, he loves sports, too. I don't think he had any career beyond high school, but he said the thing he learned from sports is that failure is just a part of life, and so many people don't really achieve much success because they have yet to demystify failure when failure is really the most powerful lessons we get on how to, how to do things better
1: yeah it's you know hopefully as as we you know i I don't think I had the ability to be coached or learn well in my teens and early 20s and I think at some point in time I think I made that transition and I went you know I'm going to I'm going to be a constant learner I'm going to learn from the mistakes I made in the past and hopefully not repeat them going forward so you know uh we all uh anyone who's had any success certainly has had challenges along the way I mean we can look at great coaches, great players and you know, it hasn't all been uh uh rainbows and you know green grass and, and blue skies. It's always been challenging getting to where you're you know you want to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, learning learning a lot, being open minded and I really I, I I did not do much sports. I, I pretty much peaked in sports Uh, in in high school and young in high school. I was a very fast runner. They wanted me to run races I didn't want to do. So guess what? I said, I'm not doing that. And guess what? I stopped being a runner. (laughs) I want to run short distances. This is what I'm really good at. You don't have that luxury in high school when they're telling you what you're going to do. And uh, and so uh, as a result, I didn't learn a lot of lessons of failure that would have helped me. I didn't have enough time to get that, but those lessons are crucial. And demystifying failure is one of the most important things that we, uh, we can d- learn and do. So talk a little bit about topics, topics you uh, see uh, bringing to our conversations. So, you know,
1: the discussion I'm having with all of the CEOs I work with right now and both in their business and in their, in their life, because, you know, outside of business, you know, people have families and uh, they're involved in the community and there's things like health. So the discussions we're having now are all around planning Um, and planning is a big, big subject matter, but I think it's a, an epidemic in our country that people are not planning for the future. And that ha- you know it, it entails a lot of thought. It's not a simple subject. But I see it's an issue in most businesses and most individuals. They just don't have a plan. So that's where I'm spending a lot of time and effort right now, at this time of the year, end of the year, and the beginning of the year. In looking forward to where people want to go. Yeah,
0: that's uh, and and you'll bring a lot to our conversations with that kind of thinking. I think you're right. I think it's an epidemic. Uh, the lack of preparation. One yeah, to to avoid it avoidance. You know, as if we don't discuss it, it, it won't be a problem. <laughs> I wish it works. You, that you way. know what?
1: The best article I read about you know Nick Saban as a coach has been one of my heroes. <clears throat> And I read an article that he he was quoted last November, you know he announced his retirement yesterday, but he was quoted last November is he said, "When you talk about retiring, you've already retired mm. and i think I think he heard his you know his his discussion it fed back, and I think over this uh, winter since the you know the last season ended, I think he went, if I'm thinking about it, I've already done it." And so mm-hmm. he, yep. he stepped out, and uh, so it's been interesting to watch in professional sports all the coaching changes just recently, and what's going on with Bill Belichick and uh, uh, you know Saban and many others. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah,
0: as a as a Wolverine fan as I am, I'm watching Harbaugh's situation very closely. Uh, it took a long, <laughs> long time for us to get to the promised land. And I'm like, oh, no. And, of course, it's a pretty complicated situation there. Um, so yep. there's a lot to watch this in that department. But what a good point. That's a brilliant point on Saban's part. There's a reason why he won seven national championships uh, while they're at, uh, you know, Alabama, what an incredible record, and uh, a lot to be learned there. All right, uh, final thoughts as we wrap it up, and give your best website for people to get more information.
1: So, dot dot com.
0: Yep, make sure you check it out. I think it's. Really worth the the look, and uh, we're really looking forward to your content, your interviews, uh, and uh, I just encourage the uh, listener to keep an eye out for your work. I am Kevin Price, and this is the nationally syndicated Price of Business.